0: and welcome back to real talk sports with rico today i will be your host today we're actually talking about the nfl season here in week one i'm actually going to give a quick recap here about uh, some of the games I we'll actually be talking about some of the players and some of their fantasy value here moving forward here so before we actually drop into the content i first and foremost want to thank anchor for being our platform here i want to thank the sponsors out there who have put sponsorship on the show and i just want to thank our fans out there who have chimed in on a week-to-week basis here to help us drive content to the show so without further ado let's go ahead and jump into the show and uh, again we're just recapping here a little bit about week one talking about some players and their fantasy value here so let's start with the thursday night game here the buffalo bills versus the los angeles rams here the buffalo bills winning this thing 31 to 10 here and i think the biggest surprise here was really that the rams only scored 10 points here in this football game um but i'm gonna be honest with you guys i really didn't think personally that this was a big deal here for me um, you know, I personally felt like in this situation, I thought the Rams really didn't do enough in the offseason really to upgrade that roster here. And i am be honest with you, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for the Rams moving forward. And I think, you know, when you look at the fact that Matthew Stafford has the elbow injury here, I think you're looking at a situation that um, I, I don't think that they're really talking about the severity of the injury. Um, It is a baseball injury here. And it sounds like it's a lot like a tendon here that may swell up in the arm or something like that. Um, you know, you kind of remember what happened to Todd Gurley. You know, he had the arthritis in the knee. Um, I'm not sure to what extent is going on with Matthew Stafford in the elbow. But, um, you know, if it is something that is is going to be hurting constantly here and it's something that, you know, maybe it's a tendon or something like that that continues to swell up through the year, that's going to be tough because, you know the Rams rely a lot on Matthew Stafford as you saw here in this last game I mean he was 29 of 41 here Um, he does throw the ball a lot he did throw the ball a lot when he was with the Detroit Lions here and this system is really predicated on Matthew Stafford going down the field here so Um, you know to no one's surprise here he did hook up with Cooper Cobb here who had a great game I didn't think he was going to have a terrific game because I thought the defense would uh, be geared to stop him but that really shows you how great that Cooper Cobb and Matthew Stafford can be Uh, you know he still got 128 yards on 13 receptions and a touchdown here Um, but I really think probably the head scratcher for the rams uh when you're looking at this too as a fan and as to a fantasy football manager here is that alan robertson just had one catch for 12 yards and then you look at cam Akers, he only had uh, three rushes he had z- he had zero yards and then you had darrell henderson who had the 13 rushes for 47 yards here so um you know it's a it's a lot that's that's really it's questionable with the rams like i said you know i think that they've Probably lost a little bit on the defensive end here. That showed with Von Miller, who had the four solo t- tackles. He had two sacks, uh, huge impact here on that side of the football there. And they don't have Odell Beckham there with the Rams. So, listen, man, this is this is going to be an uphill battle for the Rams here. A tough one in the opener here, um, and kind of moving over to the other side of the ball. I mean, Josh Allen, okay we knew he was good and we knew that you know he's a possible mvp candidate for this year but man i'll tell you what 10 rushes 56 yards and a touchdown there but how about what he was able to do through the air he had the three touchdowns uh 26 of 31 so he was very efficient there but he did get picked twice Uh, you know some of those picks you got to give the rams uh a lot of credit there with you know being able to deflect the ball um, and really making some tough plays there but other than that man i mean josh allen and this offense was humming stephon diggs had eight receptions 122 yards and a touchdown gabe davis a lot of people were wondering you know was his playoff performance a fluke he answered that it is not four receptions 88 yards and a touchdown there on five targets Uh, They got Jamison Crowder over there, who's been an excellent slot player in this league for Washington, the Jets, and now I think he fits in perfect with what the Bills are doing here. Um, The only question I think that the Bills have going forward is the running back position. Um, At this point in time, with Devin Singletary, you know, you had Zach Moss, um, and then you also had the rookie here, um, Cook. In the game as well james cook who fumbled on his only carry they're still trying to figure it out you know from a running back situation here and so it's still very much a running back by committee and i think that the question for the bills is are they going to be able to run the football when they want to run the football i think that that's been a situation where they have struggled i think throughout the years and i think that if they're going to win a super bowl and really kind of grind away um, other teams, they're going to have to learn how to play well um, you know, with these running backs and actually generate um, some more running yards here versus using your quarterback to actually uh, get the yards that you need from a running standpoint. So, you know, hey, listen, the Bills are who we thought they are, and the Rams here, I know it's week one, but I definitely had some questions for them. I mean make no mistake about it the rams will probably be there at the end i would be shocked if they are not a playoff team i did say that in my predictions here but i don't necessarily see a super bowl in the cards but hey i could be uh, wrong here so next up let's go to the next game here that i'm looking at and that is the new orleans saints versus the atlanta falcons here i think the story of this game is basically you had the comeback players of the years here of the year excuse me possibly playing here and i'm talking about Jameis winston that's one player that could be a comeback player of the year and then also to michael thompson who basically if you remember him michael thompson was an elite wide receiver there playing with drew Brees. he's missed the last couple seasons with the ankle injuries um you know he's had some some unfortunate setbacks and things like that here but today he had five receptions 57 yards and he found the end zone twice here that is a very positive sign guys because i know he didn't have you know the abundance of yards that he would usually have or really the abundance of catches that he had but when you look at the fact that he was second on the team in receptions and he had the most touchdowns here that is mainly because the Um, the Saints have actually retooled and got a little bit better at the wide receiving core since he's been out you look at Jarvis the juice man Landry seven receptions 114 yards today so he had a big day really showing that he still has something left in the tank after he's moved over from Cleveland had a series of um, you know injury riddled seasons and then also to the fact that um you know the quarterback play obviously with baker mayfield he you know he struggled there um and not to knock against baker mayfield who i think had a terrific day today we'll talk about that but you know that's an upgrade here for to bring jarvis landry over and then you bring over the young man from ohio state um chris ole 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 Oleve, excuse me i'm sorry if i butchered his last name but coming out of ohio state three receptions 41 yards here um so you know again these are upgrades that the saints have gotten i think this is the first time you're actually seeing a legit three wide receiver system here uh since i've seen the saints here and some time you know to go along with Alvin Kamari who only had three receptions and seven yards and I I mean there's several seasons where he's actually led them in receiving so you know I think this was more about the Saints here taking care of business it was an exciting football game they did have to come from behind to get this win here it was a late field goal which pretty much um, took care of business for the Saints here and on the other side of the ball got to give a shout out to Marcus Mariota Here's a guy that played exceptionally well with the Titans at one point. Um, I think he either was in the Rookie of the Year um, running, or he might have actually won the Rookie of the Year, I think, uh, that year that he did play for the Titans. But uh, he did, you know, eventually get benched. Did move on to the Raiders, and then here he is in free agencies. Come up as the starting quarterback now. He actually had a pretty good day: 20 of 33, uh, 215 yards, and he did have 72 yards rushing as well. That's something that he did well at Oregon. Um, how about Cordell Patterson? 22 rushes, 120 yards, folks. If you had him on your fantasy football team, he had quite a day. Um, I thought it might have been a fluke here but i mean he's legit i mean he's pretty much like a tyson hill man he can uh he's a great wide receiver he's a great kick returner and he's a great running back as well so he actually led him here um in rushing yards and then you got to take your hats off to drake london the young man coming out of usc here five receptions 74 yards um not bad for a guy that you know he is a high draft pick, but keep in mind, guys, he didn't play the entire off-season uh, or excuse me preseason because of a knee injury there. So for him to step in in week one and play this well, you can imagine what he's going to look like by week five by the time he's got some continuity here, he's on the same page with his quarterback, he's more comfortable in the system, and keep in mind keep in mind too that um, Cal Pitts. An elite tight end he's up there with the travis kelsey's the george kettles this guy's gonna play a lot better he only had 19 yards on two receptions here so i know atlanta's had some tough seasons i know they're probably in a bit of a rebuild here but i think that it's looking it's trending up here it is going to be a tough season here but for the comeback players of the years here shots out to uh winston and Uh, michael thompson here so if you had him in your fantasy football lineup here here's a guy that i think is trending in the right direction i think he's going to have a pretty good year uh, moving forward here next up here the chicago bears versus the san francisco 49ers here um Wow, so I'm gonna first just kind of jump out on the limb here and say, if you had anybody in this game uh, from your your fantasy lineup, if you're a fantasy manager here, probably incredibly frustrating here. I think there was a lot of hype with Trey Lance here, and I think you see why um, Trey Lance is it, it's a little shaky right now, and it is still shaky for Justin Fields here as well, even though he got the win um, in this game. Uh, by no means was this is a pretty football game it was raining the entire afternoon here the field was terrible and the field actually might have cost the 49ers elijah mitchell uh, so if you invested stock into elijah mitchell this may be tough here uh, did read reports here that he actually Uh, did have to leave with a brace on his knee here um, as you know he's had a significant injury here and they're saying that it could be something that was due to the field here that's unfortunate but trey lance only 13 of 28 here uh threw a tough pick in the second half here especially when the 49ers needed to get something together here um, having lost a lot of momentum and um yeah man I, i mean i think you're looking at a situation here where Not a lot of comfort going down the field. I don't know. You know, I know they're trying to tailor the system a little bit for Trey Lance here. You know, maybe the field conditions maybe played a little bit into this. I think maybe he probably would have used his legs a little bit more. He did have 54 yards on the ground here. Uh, But I I think maybe, you know, better days are coming for the 49ers here. Uh, George Kettle is injured yet again before this one somehow comes up with a calf injury or Um, a groin injury i'm not sure what it is Uh, depending on what you're looking at from a fantasy football standpoint we just know he's injured um you know brandon ayuk 2 of 40 you heard about the um, rapport that he built up with trey lance i think that he got a catch taken away from him which would have probably put him into the 60 70 yard um um you know for the evening here so probably you would have got some more fantasy points out of that debo samuels only 14 yards on two receptions but did uh pretty much almost led the the uh, rushing attempts here he did have a touchdown and he had eight rushes for 52 yards there um so yeah i mean the 49ers man again they're just in a situation here where i think they're going to struggle because i'm not sure trey lance is necessarily ready here and i think it would have served the 49ers a little bit um little bit better probably moving forward if they would have stuck in with uh jimmy garoppolo now all is not lost here trey lance is obviously going to get better as the year goes along and they still have the insurance policy with jimmy garoppolo um, as i think he should be ready to go coming off the shoulder surgery on the flip side of this justin fields eight of 17 two touchdowns and an int the one takeaway that i'll take away from this is that Justin Fields made plays when he had to make plays this is what he did when he was with Ohio State this is what he did when he was with Georgia I like him because it seems to be a little bit of a magic feel to Justin Fields in the sense that you really don't ever feel like you're necessarily out of the game if you can keep the game close the bad news is that I mean, the offense to me was just pretty much awful. I mean, you look at the fact that, you know, David Montgomery only had 26 yards. His backup here, um, Khalid Herbert, had 45 yards and a touchdown here. Um, You look at the receiving core. I mean, Pettis had the one huge play, the 51-yard touchdown on the scramble drill. Um, But they really didn't get a whole bunch of anything. Darnell Mooney who they expect to be a breakout wide receiver only one reception for eight yards doesn't bode very well and I just think that the Chicago Bears got a gutsy win and I think they mainly got it over an unexperienced quarterback here and I think the 49ers were playing terrific defense and they kept the score low but they got ultimately tired here because they were on the field so much because the offense was unable to sustain drive so you know you got to give credit where credit is due a win is a win in the national football league but i think it's going to be very tough for both teams moving forward even though i still think the 49ers are probably going to maybe sneak into the playoffs and i think it's going to be uh, perhaps Um, on the shoulders of Jimmy Garoppolo later in the year next up the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals probably the most exciting contest of the week here Uh, the fact that the game went into overtime in this one uh, Joe Burrow had an awful day um, essentially through a lot of interceptions in this one here he had the four INTs did have 338 yards here because they were pretty much behind for most of the evening here i think the controversial stuff here that took place in this game is that there was a touchdown that was taken away from jamar chase here that looked like it was a clear touchdown uh, may have possibly sealed the deal there there was a blocked uh extra point here which would have gave the bingles uh the lead in this one instead they were forced to go into to overtime here where eventually the Pittsburgh Steelers would get the game-winning field goal. Um, So three things here. So first with Jamar Chase, he is who we thought he is. Ten receptions, 129 yards. Listen, I looked at this thing. They were double covering him. They were bringing safeties over the top. Didn't matter. He still took care of business here. Um, So I think he's going to have a terrific year. Um, you look up the other side of the ball, Najee Harris had to leave the game here. You know he had a foot coming into this thing. It looked like an awful roll up where he got his leg rolled up in here. Uh, that looked terrible. And then the fact that they lose T.J. Watt who is having a outstanding game here in this one to a torn um, pec muscle. That's gonna be huge for Pittsburgh because I think really with the Steelers, they're going to need their defense here and the year that TJ Watt went down, pretty much once they had a great record and then they start getting the injuries on the defense there, Pittsburgh really struggled here. So I think that that's going to be huge. Um, I don't expect for Joe Burrow and company to play as poorly as they did before. Um, listen, they're not going to sneak up on anybody, but I think certainly the Bengals will play a lot better. Pittsburgh, obviously, they played well, but it's going to be even tougher without Najee Harris in the backfield I think so curious to see what happens to both of those teams here uh, but that was one of the most exciting games of the evening next up the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Detroit Lions here so and this one um, really going to focus mainly here on what the Eagles were able to do Jalen Hurts a lot of pressure here he's got a lot of offensive weapons here he was 18 of 32 in the passing game 243 but he did have a rushing touchdown and 90 yards on the ground here Um, and then AJ Brown 10 receptions 155 yards here guys I mean listen if you got these guys rolling in fantasy football I mean AJ Brown looks like he is a man possessed He looks like he is really, really looking to make amends here for the awful year that he had last year with Tennessee. They paid him his money. He looks great. I think Jalen Hurts is eager to prove that he is a legit starter in this league here. Um, Man, this is probably the best rushing attack that I've seen with Philadelphia in quite some time. I mean, this might be one of the best games I've seen from Mal Sanders. 13 rushes, 96 yards, and a touchdown there. They got a touchdown from uh, Kenneth Gainwell. They got a touchdown from Boston Scott here as well. I mean, these guys, if they're able to run the football the way that they did here, this is going to be a tough, tough team to beat here. Um, And then just with the Detroit Lions, man, they just continue to struggle here. If you did have... um, Amon St. Brown here he did have a touchdown DeAndre Swift 15 rushes 144 yards and a touchdown there so that's solid there if you had those two players going on the fantasy uh, football standpoint I think that they're going to be huge moving forward in this season I think you're comfortable in firing them up here next week uh, in your fantasy football matchup. Next up, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots here. Miami has pretty much owned New England here. They win this 20-7 here. I think the biggest story out of this one is the fact that Tyreek Hill still had 94 yards here. I uh, know he didn't have a highlight reel, but look, eight receptions, 94 yards. Jalen Waddle, four receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown here. Um, and then you had Tua here, 23 of 33, and a touchdown, 270 that's what you really wanted to see out of miami here you wanted to see could to um go down the field he really showed that here in week one um moving forward here it looks like he's going to be a lot comfortable here um as far as throwing the football i think that's going to open it up here for miami they just have to figure out the run game here they only got 25 yards from chase edmonds and they got 16 yards here from uh mozart here coming over from uh the 49ers on the flip side of this thing the patriots 21 of 30 for mac jones did leave with a back injury here or he's getting uh mri on the back as we understand it here they struggled running the football here they still really haven't figured out what they want to do from a wide receiver standpoint here so a lot of work left with the patriots here um obviously they do run the football very well so wouldn't surprise me if new england's there at the end they are a well-coached football team and they struggle at miami for whatever reason here so wouldn't take a whole bunch of stock here in week one they lost but i think they're going to be fine moving forward as long as mac jones is good baltimore beating the new york jets here 24 to 9 um listen i think if you were playing the survivor league i think that this is the game that you certainly had to circle here i liked baltimore in this one all the way here um lamar jackson 17 of 33 touchdowns here didn't really get a whole bunch on the ground here with the running back by committee here um but you know hey the big story here is that lamar jackson was he was he was stellar i mean the three touchdowns he did have an int here and the jets are going to continue to struggle here and if you had uh was it Brees hall going there only six carries 23 yards here i know there's a lot of a lot of hype um around that young man here but uh, it might be a tough year here if you've invested any stock into the jets here um, from a fantasy football standpoint next up the washington commanders versus the jacksonville jaguars here so um you know hey i i like washington here as a fan here Uh, but you know it's interesting to me I think is 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 what Carson Wentz was able to do you know it, it was would Carson Wentz perhaps be a top 12 quarterback here from a fantasy football standpoint and then outside of fantasy could he revamp his career and listen I mean he did have two interceptions in this game it was bizarre it was back to back and Jacksonville actually took the lead in this football game, and Washington was coming in heavily favored here, and they took care of business. I mean, I give Wentz a lot of credit here. He threw for 313, four touchdowns. Uh, You had Antonio Gibson who had a stellar day, seven receptions, 72 yards, and he had 58 yards on the ground here. Remember, a lot of people were wanting to say that this might be the end of Antonio Gibson because he was working on special teams. Um, But hey, he, he led the backfield here. Uh, despite Curtis Samuels getting a carry and getting a touchdown here uh, Antonio Gibson looks like he's going to be have a stellar season here Um, listen the wide receiving core has opened up a lot here Curtis Samuel had eight receptions here and more importantly Jahan Dotson okay the Washington football team has taken some receivers here of late who are not even on the football team anymore but this Jahan Dotson guy the one thing that the scouts said about him was that he had sure hands. If you throw it to him, he will catch the ball. He finds a way to catch the ball. And that's just what he did. He got three receptions, 40 yards, and two touchdowns in his opener here. Um, I personally bought stock into him. So I got him on my fantasy football team here. Wanted to see what he could do here. I thought that he really could be a factor here, especially. If Logan Tom Thomas goes down or Curtis Samuel goes down, I think that he is an excellent young man here for the job. And he definitely showed that he's up to task here. So listen, guys, he's only gonna get more snaps here. Carson Wentz, you know, is an established quarterback. If he can stay healthy here and you get the good Carson Wentz here with that running game, could be a special season for Washington here. And with what happened to Dallas here, uh, you know, I had Washington picked low in this thing but i think they kind of move up in the rankings here but we'll talk about that on the other side of the ball trevor lawrence here 24 42 a touchdown in the int i think his growth was there i think it's going to get a lot better working with doug peterson here the most impressive thing that i saw out of this is that james robinson coming back from the achilles 11 for 66 and finds the end zone again listen if you counted out james robinson you just have to stop i mean i didn't think that james robinson was going to be able to come back from the injury here they have uh, another running back on the roster here uh coming into his second year that actually played with trevor lawrence at clemson and he still outplayed him so Listen, I mean, James Robinson, got to take my hats off to him. I think if you have him in fantasy football, I think that you definitely have a steal here. You need to fire him up every week. He's going to definitely get the in-between the tackle work. And at some point, I think he's going to get back to what he was able to do from a receiving standpoint as well. And shout out to Christian Kirk, six receptions, 117 yards here. But the Jags fall in a tough one here today. Uh, next up the Cleveland Browns versus the Carolina Panthers here so a lot was made about uh, Baker Mayfield obviously coming over there and listen he did everything he was supposed to do I know he had the bad interception here in quarter number one but listen the Panthers had the lead here all they had to do was stop Cleveland, but you know, a silly penalty that I thought was questionable here. I think it was a, a, a hand to the face, or uh, it was basically unnecessary roughness there on the quarterback there, Jacoby Brissett here, which basically set the Cleveland Browns up for a field goal here. Um, listen, man, Cleveland is who we thought they were. You had 141 yards on the ground for Nick Chubb, you had two touchdowns from Kareem Hunt. 46 on the ground for him he had a a, a receiving touchdown as well um donovan people jones six for 60 yards here i think that that's going to be probably their their toughest thing here is trying to find it from the receiving core but they found enough and i mean hey they 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 get it done with the system that they have as far as running the ball first and then going to the quarterback play on the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield 16 to 27, a touchdown, to INT, and a running touchdown as well. Christian McCaffrey uh, did stay on the field here, um, did have a touchdown on the ground here. So you know the more important thing is that he's healthy here. And I think the Panthers are gonna be a lot better than what they are. Um, I, this was a tough one here. I think this is a, a, a win that they had, but you gotta give Cleveland a lot of credit coming in here with the offseason that they have, the controversy that they have around that quarterback position and getting it done here. Certainly gotta take your hats off to Cleveland getting it done here in week one. Indianapolis versus the Houston Texans here. I thought the Indianapolis Colts would get this win. Um, they've struggled in season openers here (laughs) they got a tie against the houston texans here Uh, you got to give davis mills the second year quarterback coming out of stanford some credit here 23 of 37 two touchdowns kept the uh, houston texans in it they're a lot tougher unit than a lot of people are going to give them brandon cooks I know a lot of people maybe have wrote this guy off here but somehow some way man he still continues to be productive seven receptions 82 yards here oj howard coming over from tampa bay had two touchdowns here how about that um damon pierce a running back that a lot of people had a lot of hype going into this thing he struggled but that's okay i think if you do have this guy i think you want to keep him in your fantasy lineups and keep him really on your roster i think that his breakout is coming here i think he's just kind of merely kind of getting his footing here this is still a tough indianapolis coach defense here matt ryan doing matt ryan things 352 and a touchdown through the air Um, did have an int but how about michael pittman nine receptions 121 yards and a touchdown here Uh, man he had quite a day here and then jonathan taylor doing jonathan taylor type of things 31 for 161 and uh one touchdown as well so listen the coats i mean i think that they're going to be there um obviously i think their defense is going to get a little bit better this is probably very frustrating that they end in a tie here in this game in a game that they probably should have won but hey Um, a tie you know it's it's better than a loss here but uh, certainly you don't want that but I think that the Colts are going to be in a lot better situation here I'm not saying that uh, Wentz um, necessarily cost them a playoff spot there last year but I think that they're in the same predicament that they were last year I do see them you know if they do come down to a game to get into the playoffs they're going to get it done Um, so I don't think that you should really uh, panic here If you're the Colts fans and it's week one here, hey, it's a tough divisional game here. And I think Houston, I think you're in it for a little bit of surprise here, even though it's gonna be uh, a down year. I think they're gonna win a lot more games than they won last year, but they're still gonna be in the bottom of the division here. Next up, another surprise here, the Giants beat the Texans 21 to 20 in this one. Uh, The fact that the Giants actually win the football game in Tennessee here, not a lot of people pick the giants to win this football game here uh the biggest thing out of this game is saquon barkley 18 rushes 164 yards and a touchdown listen he's back okay he might just be back i passed on him i think a lot of people passed on him if you were playing fantasy football understandably so I mean he's he's been injured here the last couple seasons but you see why Saquon Barkley was the rookie of the year you see why if he plays this is a lot what you saw when he came out of Penn State uh he's just a a a just absolute just stud if he's on the field the problem is can he stay healthy and so if he stays healthy the giants are a much better team he definitely helps out daniel jones here he takes a lot of pressure off of him not having to make um you know so many throws down the field here is he only threw the ball 21 times but he had two touchdowns and he had 115 rating here and that's the way the giants have to play uh, i think until they get a lot more offensive weapons at the wide receiver standpoint here so gotta take my hats off to the new york giants here uh really to be honest with you they could have lost the football game the titans did everything they were supposed to getting down to the field goal range here uh, and then they missed the field goal you know it was a field goal at the last second that would have won the football game Tannehill did play okay he had two touchdowns on 20 of 33 here 266 derrick henry 21 on 82 or 21 rushes 82 yards here not a touchdown here which was a little bit of a surprise here but um yeah man I mean this is tough and then when you look at the rookie here Traylon Burks he had three receptions 55 yards here so you know he was supposed to be in um he's in, in, basically he's supposed to be the aj brown replacement here um you're hoping that you get better numbers from him moving forward um he had a slow preseason start here i think if the titans are to move forward they're going to need a lot more better play here from the wide receiver standpoint didn't really see too much there from robert woods next up here uh, man the minnesota vikings taking care of the green bay packers here 23 to 7 here um Man, I, I mean, if you had Justin Jefferson on your roster here, nine receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns. To me, it looks like he's taken a leap this year. Um, you know, it, it's you see it, and it's the leap that, like, a Cooper Cub took. It's the leap that most elite wide receivers take. You know, uh, I can even think back. Larry Fitzgerald, Jamar Chase, like, the leaps that these guys are taking. You see it. From week one and once these guys figure it out um you know hey you, the floodgates kind of open up so i see justin jefferson having a terrific year mainly because they have a new coaching staff over there uh they put him in all types of formations uh i mean they, they even ran a double motion or something like that for him to get his first touchdown of the day i mean just the way that they kind of motion and stuff it kind of reminds me a lot of what the kansas city chiefs like to do here the coach is coming over from the Rams here, so they're doing a lot of what the Rams like to do, um, you know, with moving players around and stuff like that. The defense is even more improved here um, than a year ago here than Mike Zimmer's defense, so that's scary. You had Dalvin Cook who had 90 yards quietly on the ground. I mean, the Vikings are tough. Kirk Cousins is super efficient even though he doesn't get a lot of credit here two touchdowns 23 of 32 i mean he was on point here and then on the other side of the ball um the fact of the matter here is this aaron Rodgers does not have enough i think i saw one stat during the game it looked like Devonte adams had 69 yards and they were comparing it to what green bay had up as far as receiving i think green bay had like 14 yards so That right there alone just lets you know how big of an effect that um, Devontae Adams had there. And then not to take anything away from Aaron Rodgers here, but this is probably the most depleted wide receiving core that I've ever seen in probably Green Bay history. I mean, Green Bay has traditionally always had terrific wide receivers. They've always had experience there, even back to the days when Brett Favre played this is probably the most inexperienced roster that i have ever seen in green bay so this is going to be tough because they were using aj Dillon. in fact he was the best receiver on the field with five receptions for 46 yards so if you have him in your fantasy this is probably going to be a breakout year for aj Dillon. now i know that they're going to get some more wide receivers back and things like that but i still think that aj Dillon quietly he might be the best player on the team i I mean outside of aaron Rodgers. so i i mean you can book me for that i think that that's going to be the case here because you know yes the rookie uh wide receivers are going to catch on here um yes you're going to get some guys coming back here from from injury and everything else but i just think that you know i think it's going to be a a year for aj Dillon. but i just don't think that that's going to be enough for green bay because they've got to find some wide receiver help because the defense actually is solid even though it didn't look like that today but they just couldn't generate any offense at all and so they've got to really try to figure that out um next up here the kansas city chiefs and the arizona cardinals the bottom line here is just listen the kansas city chiefs are really really good and i think that they showed today that it wasn't just Tariq hill i mean Tariq hill both Tariq Hill showed that he's an excellent player and then also to the Kansas City Chiefs showed that they're a great team and that Patrick Mahomes is a great player and it just you can bring in anybody they're gonna get it done so I think that that was one of the things we talked about in the the preseason build up here before the NFL season was you know who was gonna have the better season uh, was it right for the Chiefs to kind of give up um, on Tariq Hill. You know, obviously the contract, I get it. He wanted to stay, but it would, you know, kind of financially tie up the Kansas City Chiefs and they couldn't afford to do that to keep their championship window open. I get it. But it looks like, you know, basically it doesn't matter who's throwing to Tariq Hill and then Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter who he's throwing to. He is going to get it done. And quiet as this kept, guys. I talked about this young man in the in the preseason show, and I messed up his name here, uh, Isaiah P- um, and I probably messed up his name again. <laughs> but the young man out of Rutgers here, his first game of the season, 12 rushes, 62 yards, and a touchdown. They said that this guy was a guy that they thought could be a special young player here uh, out of Rutgers, here he played on a lot of losing teams here, but um, you know he had made a splash from a running back standpoint, making a splash here from um, a special team standpoint. But listen, more carries than Clyde Edwards-Oliver, and got the touchdown as well, and got more carries than Jerick McKinnon. So, a guy that I think is perhaps in line for a a great role here i'm not sure if you're looking at this guy but i think that maybe they may have found a guy here um so i think that they're looking definitely um, from a running back standpoint i think maybe they found a little bit more stability there with what they have here uh somebody that kind of complements a little bit more of Clyde Zolaire um Clyde Edwards Olaire excuse me um and what he can do in his skill set here and then uh man just looking at the receiving core in this one you know Travis Kelsey we know what he can do eight receptions 121 yards how about Juju uh six receptions 79 yards the question would be could he um, revamp his career a lot of people were saying start him today and I mean aside from the one fumble he looked really good today and so here's the guy that I think he's going to probably have a good season here as long as he can stay healthy. I was a little scared here knowing that he had a knee issue coming in here. But I think if you drafted uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think you're into a good situation there. Um, Man, and I just think that, hey, there's so much to be liked on this roster here. I mean, man, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you've invested into the Kansas City Chiefs here, Patrick Mahomes, 30 of 39, five touchdowns here they look good they look really really good they look scary and uh you know hey i I think that you might be looking at a kansas city chiefs team that uh it certainly looks like they're headed to face the buffalo bills (laughs) let's put it that way next up here uh the kyler murray situations here with the arizona cardinals 22 of 34 he did have two touchdowns here um 29 rushing yards Listen, it's going to be a tough day here. He's playing without DeAndre Hopkins here. You did have um, Marquise Hollywood Brown, who did have a touchdown as well. That's a good sign here. Zach Ertz came into this thing a little banged up here. Two receptions, 14 yards here. James Conner finding the end zone uh, yet again here. So proving that's why you signed him. This one was just a tough one for Arizona. Okay, I mean, the bottom line here is that they were missing one of their receivers here and more, who's in line for a lot of the target share until um, DeAndre Hopkins gets back here. And they just ran into a tough, ready to go Chiefs team here. And I think that Arizona in the long run will be fine. I'm pretty sure they are going to challenge the Rams here for the division here. Um, you know, I, I just think the bottom line here is that. You know right now they're injured i think they just ran into a tough game so i wouldn't panic right now if you're a cardinals fan here uh the key thing here is that kyler murray didn't turn the football over which is a good thing and i think it only trends up from here next up here the los angeles chargers versus the las vegas raiders here a lot of people anticipating this game a lot of people wanted to see what the De- um Devontae adams could do and i feel like you got your money's worth here because listen Devonte adams 10 receptions 141 yards here and a touchdown here again just like tariq hill proves that this guy can play anywhere okay he comes in he does what he does okay the issue here that the raiders had was the three interceptions here um you know Derek carr two touchdowns but he did have the three ints here so you got to take your credit off to the uh, chargers defense which is a lot better a lot better than a year ago here so you do have to go ahead and you have to give him credit there uh De'Aaron waller played well for reception 79 yards here uh josh jacobs 10 reception or 10 rush excuse me 57 yards i don't really think that they used him enough here today i think that that could have probably helped to kind of take some pressure here off of Derek carr Um, they had a chance to actually win this football game if they could have got a third down stop to get the ball back but couldn't do it so you got to give them credit there uh sony michelle came in and got a key first down here Um, on the other side of this thing justin herbert three touchdowns 279 here he looked good here uh eckler a slow start 36 yards on the ground here liked what joshua kelly did he had 21 yards here Um, but more importantly here a little scary here because i don't know here keenan allen goes down with a hamstring injury he was leading the team in uh receptions here and then mike williams only two receptions for 10 yards here that is that's not good okay because you know mike williams got paid here he had a very good year it looked like he put it all together last year and he came out here and if you fired him up in the fantasy football um yeah i mean that was a dud today you know two receptions 10 yards and especially with keenan allen going out of the game i thought that he was going to have a better game than that Um, if you invested in a joshua palmer you've been reading about how good of a camp he had Uh, only three receptions for five yards here but uh it's encouraging that uh, they did they were able to spread the ball around and basically you know Justin Herbert was able to find DeAndre Carter here three receptions 64 yards and a touchdown there Gerald Everett coming over from the Rams I believe and also played with Seattle he found the end zone as well so um I mean yeah hey Khalil Mack six tackles here um And did also, to have, uh, I believe, three sacks in this one, too, as well. So that's an improved defense. So, um, hey, the Chargers look good here. I think as long as they can continue to play like this and continue to play well in the late-game situations, remember, that's one of the things that has actually hurt the Chargers. They get into these tight football games and they end up losing them. Uh, But hopefully they can actually turn the tide, win the tight games, and then continue to be explosive here on offense here but uh, it is gonna be a bit challenging without Keenan Allen and then if they don't get some consistency here from Mike Williams um, on the the wide receiver standpoint. Next up here, tonight's game, the last game of today, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19 to three. This was uh, not a good football game. It was pretty ugly for the most part here. Uh, Tom Brady is Tom Brady here. He was able to pretty much get this thing done. Didn't play outstanding but he played winning football you know he had a touchdown he had a bad pick here I think in the fourth quarter Leonard Fournette um hey man I kind of doubted Leonard Fournette but man 21 rushes 127 yards here he doesn't have anybody competing from the backfield standpoint so I think if you have him I think he's gonna have a good year and how about Julio Jones here okay a lot of people probably gave up on Julio Jones I think if you have him in your fantasy football lineup I think he's in route for a good one here chris godwin went down with an injury injured hamstring you know he's on the 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 knee the acl or something like that coming back here so that's going to take some time with that soft tissue injury here depending on what the you know how bad it is i mean it was enough for him to be out for the rest of the night um so mike evans had a touchdown the five receptions here so it to me i think it's going to be tough for the bucks because the offensive line uh still is it didn't really get patched up from a year ago and then on top of that from wide receiver standpoint they use chris godwin a lot i'm not sure who's going to step in from the slot standpoint Um, and then you're hoping that mike evans and then julio jones can really find the fountain of youth here and perhaps come back from a down year with tennessee and uh, really give tom brady some more weapons here because that's going to be key for tom brady and company to go deep in the playoffs here On the flip side of this thing uh the one storyline here is dak prescott if you watch the football game dak prescott broke his thumb um and so (laughs) listen dallas is in major 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 trouble they let go a lot of quarterbacks here i think in the preseason here they only have i think cooper rush they've got to go out and they got to find a quarterback here and on top of that, the receiving game was not very good at all. Dalton showed seven for 62. Um, they didn't get anything from C.D. Lamb, who really has to be the number one wide receiver, I think, for you know for Dallas to be successful here. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 52 yards. I mean, I man, and and then you had Tony Pollard, six rushes for eight yards here. So that doesn't bode well you know the offensive line is definitely not um at its peak i think this might be one of the worst offensive lines that have been there uh definitely since ezekiel elliott and dak prescott have been there this is a team that builds off the run if you go back to the years where uh, dallas has won super bowls in the past it usually starts with our offensive line here And so if they don't have a good offensive line here then you're looking at a situation where um, Dallas is going to struggle they're going to struggle and I think that the fact that they let go of um, Amari Cooper I think that that's showing here Um, you know the fact that they signed uh, Michael Gallup right Um, you know they could have went another direction here and i think that they're definitely in trouble here i you know i'm not sure what they're going to do here but this is tough because if you look at the rest of the division um they were the only team in the division that failed to actually get a touchdown on opening day and i think they were the only team here in the division uh that lost as well and so yeah this is this just doesn't look good for the uh for the dallas cowboys and i think defensively you're looking at a team that's probably not going to sneak up on people like it did a year ago so i think they're going to struggle there um so yeah this is very tough if you're a dallas fan here and uh, not trending in the right direction um lastly here it's going to be the denver broncos versus the seattle seahawks and so i'm just going to give you my prediction here going into monday night um certainly you know the talk is going to be russell wilson coming into his first game um with the denver broncos first game to seattle here um obviously they're going to see him twice in the division here and i think denver is obviously a lot better team um than they were a year ago and this is probably the best quarterback that they've had since Peyton manning was there um and i i I expect denver to win this game i really expect denver to win this game i do expect this to be a tight football game even though um you know seattle really doesn't have a whole bunch of stability at the quarterback position they still have some explosive wide receivers in dk metcalf and uh, tyler lockett um rashad penny if he is exactly what he was there at the end of the season i think that if you invested in him from a fantasy football standpoint this guy was a top five running back and so if he can put up top five running back numbers here i don't care who's that quarterback you're going to be in some football games okay so if he's able to run the football against denver's defense like this um it could be upset city so if there is going to be an upset Uh, this is one that i definitely would circle as a possibility but i do think that um in spectacular form i think that somehow some way denver and russell wilson pull this off here i think this is going to be a 21 20 game i think that this does come down to the final seconds in seattle going to be a, a ruckus crowd out there not sure what the weather is going to look like out there, but I know that this is going to be a tough, tough football game here. So, with that being said, uh, that is today's show here. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, fantasy football as far as you know some of the players that kind of made impacts here, some of the players that you might want to look forward uh, with, with moving forward with in week two, and we definitely talked about pretty much each game here in the NFL, some of the highlights and some of the storylines coming out of this thing. So. Um, if you are a fantasy football player make sure that you do check the injury report and the waiver wires. that is going to be critical here there were a lot of injuries here a lot of teams will be impacted moving forward here definitely pay attention to some of the teams that did struggle offensively here Uh, that's one of the tips that you want to look for there if you're looking at some of the um, offensive players here whether it be running back or wide receiver here guys and uh, with that being said that is today's show here so i want to thank anchor for being our platform here i want to thank the fans out there for chiming in on a week-to-week basis here um, for helping us you know kind of get the storylines here for the show and i just want to thank the sponsors out there who have put the sponsorship on the show from a week-to-week basis so for myself this is rico with real talk sports we'll be back for another show take care